It's called Let's Keep the Flames of Hope Alive. Never let the fires die. Let's keep the flames of hope alive. And never let the fires die. Take the lie of the lie. Listen, Jeff. <clears throat> yes. We got this. Uh, it's been a long time since we've done an alarm podcast. Yeah, well, and uh, uh, into our feed have been all of the great um, podcasts that have come through for the Entourage. Yeah, but that was a but, mistake. Okay, so what happened is I hey, but, changed the source. Oh. I changed the source, and then it got it gets messed up on iTunes. So that's the reason why it's coming in our feed. It shouldn't. They should okay, have their hey, own feed. Well, they, but thing is, thing is, no one would have got it then. Yeah, it's so okay, though. Lucky. It's, it's happening. I wouldn't have got it. So um, we were sent a while ago something from Mike Peters called The Stream. Um, upstream and downstream is what it's called. So here's I apologize. the thing. Okay. We got this upstream and downstream thing from Mike Peters. Yes. And I had no idea what it was. Actually, it's downstream and upstream. And yes. it turns out to be a massive massive reimagining of 1987 to 1989 of the alarm um, massive and not like only a, is it massive so it's it's related it's, i mean i mean a couple of years it's actually ago a, it's actually a rock opera it, it is a couple of years ago mike did these updates of declaration and strength and some of the songs in those are like there and declaration has some like um a group i believe I want to call them um, the Ghost Buskers, played on Declaration, and there then they and they did some, um, uh, you know, some some fairly decent like acoustic uh, uh, rock versions of Declaration songs reimagined, and it sounds good. Are you and saying the Ghost Buskers are a ghost, group of musicians? Ghost bu buskers. buskers. I know what you said. Okay. I'm just saying, are you saying it was a group of musicians that played on that record? Yes, that's what I think. Okay. I read the side. So I was, I mean, back in, in 2014 to 2015, I was um, otherwise predisposed and didn't really spend that much time focusing on the alarm or anything else. There's a lot go going on. A lot going on, I yes. I did not get into the details. Uh, but what I know is that I enjoyed the Declaration of Strength updates. There are several songs on them that are that are really decent. In fact, there's a, there's there's even a couple newer songs that are good on them. Well, and but, there's two there's two discs for each one too. Yeah, yeah, because they have some B sides and stuff. So, so I wanted yeah. to say that like they were good, but they weren't. They were cool, but they weren't earth shattering. Um, right. I think the Strength one has is even more redone than the declaration one. Mike went around playing some of the songs in in the style at the time and then he then he stopped doing it although I think 68 guns in the style of on declaration 2015 stayed around a little longer because of the extra verse and it was in a, a different key and a, an interesting version. And now they're trying to take my life away Forever young I cannot stay On every corner I can see them there They don't know my name They don't know my kind 
promises of love they're after you to sign your life away. He had a story behind it too. Um, yeah, a story behind it. But I mean, he's he's thus gone. You know, with with the um, blood red viral black and that stuff, he's gone back and he's back to playing the songs originally, and that makes sense. But there's something different about downstream and upstream than those. Um, and I want to throw this out to you. So down, you know, strength and declaration to alarm fans are kind of like, um, Canon. they're, they're kind of like holy relics, right? To original alarm fans who came in at that, that time, you don't touch those. I'm just saying, like they are holy yeah. relics. Yeah, like you, he, like like, and when Mike went back and did it, he was he wasn't he was he was finding he was showing that there were different takes on those original songs, but he wasn't. It wasn't like he was replacing them. No, he was more saying, "Look, there was there could have been different directions we went." You know, hey, this is the Alarm multiverse, and in the multiverse of the Alarm, there could be several Spider Men. I mean, there could right, be several exactly. different versions of right of some, of the, the albums and, and some cool. people took it the wrong way but it really was this is like just new arrangements of the same ideas it wasn't necessarily a replacement right, right. but i think and, um, i loved them the difference and and we'll start talking about downstream and upstream the difference with downstream and upstream is the story that's told in these two records which is like you said like a rock opera almost tells the story of someone entering basically the abyss and right. finding a way out exactly. it's the someone going to the heart of darkness literally in the songs and someone finding a pathway out and it doesn't it, it's 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 the story of the alarm and the story of mike peters and also the story of why the original alarm does not exist anymore yeah there are I mean, across upstream and downstream, or just the stream, as it's called, um, there are uh, 35 tracks on one and 39 on the other. Almost half of those are small spoken word tracks where Mike's telling a story, but they it all leads together into one musical experience. Um, and, uh, it's so, and it's him telling, especially telling a story of like, of triumphant return, basically. Yes. Now let me let's get into that a little bit because the, here's here's what I here's what I find. So when I first started listening to these, and I want to go through the songs in a sec, I started by listing them all the way through, and then I instantly said, "Wait a minute! I want to make playlists of how these songs would have sounded if if the songs were reorganized into their original records," and I did that for Ooh. a while. And then I went back to listen to them as they were originally put on downstream and upstream. And it kind of takes that cycle, I think, to understand exactly what's going on here. Um, now, I do think that you need to listen to this in order. But in order. I think in specifically the change record sounds absolutely incredible retracked as the original change record. Um and, and in the right in the, the, the original order, right? Yeah, the yeah, original okay. order. But let's go. Let's let's st let's start for a sec. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is going to record, but I'm going to say here's a little bit of a New South Wales, 
And you can play it on your side too. I'll play, we'll want. just discuss it afterwards. Yeah, just okay. play a little bit. A little bit, bit of New South Wales. Two bots in eBay for my great grandfather's deportation sales. Say, say a prayer for the fair country. Great is the need for a New South Wales. Stairs, blocks out the sky, keeps this from the cray. The stale beer spills from angry drinkers, their arguments do the same. So, downstream is basically the story of Eye of the Hurricane. And what Mike says that he did on these records is he reordered the songs in the order they were written, right. which is why it starts with the New South Wales and ends with um, Elders and Folklore, because Elders and Folklore was the last song that they wrote as a B-side. Right. So, you know, starting with the New South Wales, what do you think of this version? And what do you think about it starting out downstream? Well, um, and, this, and, down, and what do you think it means to go downstream and then back upstream? Because this, this, is, a, this is basically, downstream to me means they're going in a different direction than they ever thought they were going to go with this. Well, that's an interesting this record. thought. That's um, interesting. I didn't put that together, but I think you have a good point about that. But the what you'll hear on, on the way these are arranged and the way the arrangements of the songs are back to being really close to a studio arrangement of declaration with acoustic instruments and some electric instruments as opposed to a fully electric arrangement and with computers and things for Eye of the Hurricane. So, um, well, Eye of the Hurricane had a really weird to me, totally flat production that is hard to explain, but I think you can hear it on the version of only love can set me free on that record is like the, the weirdest recorded song I've ever heard from the alarm. Um, I'm, I'm still under the impression that a lot of hands were on those mixes, as we've been told. Yeah. I'm not saying the original recording could have been fixed any better. I'm just saying the mixes, there were a lot of hands on those mixes. There was a lot of, we were in the middle, we're, we're ending the 80s, and we're moving into this r- rock and roll ain't around anymore, except for with heavy metal. Let's make this sound more new wave e yeah and i think that this version of new south wales and it's totally different than the one that that was um that was on change that ended change because this is an actual acoustic sort of rock version there's some power chords in here too which are pretty cool Um, yeah but the other thing is i remember a new south wales showed up in the listing of a i think a cd for the rescue me single that never came out it also said a New South Wales was going Wales. to be on it. And that's where I knew the name of the song. And then they played it in 1988 when we saw the alarm at Irvine Meadows. They played a New South Wales. And I thought it was a new song. But it turned. Mike is saying here that, no, this is the first song he wrote. If this is true, if his downstream, if, if this order is true. So he's he's already 
in this mode of what change was about that we knew about a couple years later, which is the changing landscape of his homeland. Well, it's interesting because it's bookended. This is bookended. You, you understand, you know, the, you, you know yes. the bookends of this record. It's basically bookended with a, another take on this song, but slightly differently, not called a New South Wales. Yes. And that's on Upstream. That's that's absolutely true. But let's okay. So it's a New South Wales. It's 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 a really interesting version of the song. It doesn't quite start the record, though. It 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 doesn't set your expectations for the record. Unlike this next track, which is a new Tangerico, and I'm gonna play a little bit of it right now. Where have I come from? These were the questions I needed to answer first. Characters in paintings, turners, frightening scapes. Industrial inside a nation of no escape. No escape in my frightened face as we run and turn to stone. So go ahead. Yes. What do you feel? So the interesting Newtown thing Jericho? about that one is that um, it starts. Newtown Jericho starts with Mike finishing the 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 spoken word track before it. Yes. So he really wants people to listen to this thing in order. Yes. And um and it the one thing you notice that Newtown Jericho right away is that. Whatever they did to rip the bass out of the original song, it's been brought back ten times oh my, more the in this bass song. and drumming on this record is incredible. But but right. I just want to throw that out there. Right, it's been like they said, you know what? That was gone from our record. It's back now. And but then, but all of these, all of these songs, for the most part, that we've listened to so far, the first two at least, they have the same basic tune but they've been arranged in a much more dynamic way. So you're saying the same basic tune as the original record. Right, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. and and I agree. So so this is different. So on the strength and declaration redos or reimaginings, not all the songs have the same even basic song structure. Some of them are totally different, which is a little disconcerting because like I said, these are holy relics to alarm fans of a certain age. And messing with that is is not always a good thing. I enjoyed those records, I have to say. Um, I even made a playlist of the best of those records because I think there's some really good stuff on them. But they don't, for me, in my mind, replace anything. Whereas these two records, there might be some replacements in this list. <laughs> um, well, I, so I can tell you exactly why, because at the end of... And Mike Peters, we even talked about Mike Peters. You know, at the time he said, you know, um, you know he's really proud of of um, the records they they put out after Strength. And I understand. And, and and there's a lot. And they got their most airplay and their most their biggest tours and everything after those two records came out with both Change and um, and Eye of the Hurricane. And so there's a lot to be proud of there. But the influences were completely internal. There were no, re except for maybe some, you could argue that U2 had some influence. I don't think so. 
they didn't have a lot of external influences. Like people in the band weren't bringing up to Mike, hey, here's this great new band from the USA, uh, Fugazi. Even Mike even said this. Right, like, yes, that, yes. That like that we should try to be like. They were they were so what happened was at this point in my my listening, the only band that I listened to that sounded like this, even on both change and and um either came was the alarm. The other bands I was listening to at the time were Who's Reduce, Soul Asylum, Minor Threat, um, uh, and um, yeah, and lots of other like uh, we had you know uh, lots of other bands that were all more on the full alternative side. The only band that had like really uplifting, powerful messages was the other. I mean, Stiff Little Fingers was in there, right? So we're well, always I also looking. Listen to I say I listened to Tom Petty at the time. Oh, of course, and of Tom, course. Tom Petty, Petty is close as well, and actually. Actually, there's a song on here that actually sounds like Tom Petty, but we can we'll we'll talk about that when it comes up. Well, what I mean, is the so um so these records were a nice change of pace at the time, because it was like, oh hey, Lauren's got a new record. It's really good. It's produced, produced really well. Sounds really good. But it wasn't the same things I was looking for in the other records. Yeah, no, I agree. And and that what's different. But I think you'll hear on some of these songs, like that version of Newtown Jericho, there is a little bit of that that you're looking oh, yeah. for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, what this is about this like... next one? So Newtown Jericho, there's a, a line. There's a there's a line, or there used to be about the Rebecca ride at dawn, right? And nobody knew which what is that, a thing. What? Which is a thing. Which is a thing. Yeah, there there are a group of people that went to like chase out the intruders or something in Wales. Maybe Mike will explain it when we do an interview with them about this. But what do you th- let's play a little bit of the Ghost of Rebecca. As the silence cries out the Yeah, so, so let me, let me start by saying that this may be my absolute favorite song out of this entire collection. Out I of all of them? Explain. Me too. And it's a little low-key, too. It's it's not like the rockinest of them all. But I can tell you, if that had come out as a single, there wouldn't have been a short push on that, that exact version of that tune with that production. I'd come out as a single in the 80s. There would not have been a short push on Eye of the Hurricane that dwindled off and they tried to go to album, I mean, uh, adult alternative with yeah, this, um, this is a this, this is a great this, song. I don't think the muted been a strumming would have made it in back then, but the muted strumming is my favorite part of this song, by the way. Right. I just think that, that, that there's, a, there's, a, there's a particular tune in here that they never that the alarm never used back then they, no, the arrangement it's, it, it's really good part of the part of one of the things i love about this one is there's actually three tracks it's track six seven eight track seven yes mike continues yes. the tune and talks over it he gives a little speech about ghost of rebecca and then it does a reprise was i made of the places that still echo with the distant voices of those who went before me in the struggle that brings us together. The girl, oh, 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 
to me together, like, I just love that. I don't, this is, this is where, you know, at first I was kind of questioning a little bit about his, his narration, but the narration here works amazingly with all three of these songs together, all three of these tracks together in a way that, that I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Let's, let's see what's going on after this. Well, yeah, I mean, these, those three work as one song. I could see them sewed together by me at some point and, um, and, um, and made into one tune, but I'm not, I won't do that now. But there's, um, now. There's two more songs coming up that are also supposedly songs that Mike, not supposedly, these are songs that Mike wrote before the album came out, before Eye of the Hurricane was written. And he says these are the same arrangements. I cannot believe that these t- two songs did not make it on the record the way they are. Well, let's play a little um, bit of the ballad of Randolph Turpin. Okay. Oh, well, we know why this one didn't got it because someone came to his house and told him not to not to write it. But but let's just listen right. to it. Sugar Ray rolls in a pink Cadillac. Randolph, our boy, rides on track. He bullied that man for 50 straights. The piano is used to a great effect, unlike the piano that I'm afraid that I just disliked in Change. Okay, right. Well, Change. Okay, this is this, and we'll we will get to that because again, there's a lot of bass in these songs that don't ex- in, that didn't exist in the original records. The piano in I believe on Change is used because it was to fill in the sound. Right, um, and I can't explain why the bass doesn't exist the way it should because they had a bass player in the band. Right, I, it was it was mixed in a certain way. Um, it was mixed in an interesting way. I think Tony Visconti mixing that record and producing it made a very particular sound. Sorry. And 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 I I think that what's interesting about this is like change was great in 1989 to me because it wasn't Eye of the Hurricane. Does that make right, sense? Right, exactly. It does but make sense. Change as a record, while it sounds amazing now, like if you listen all the way through, it's a very interesting place in time and sounds good. It's not timeless the way it's recorded. It's it's recorded in a way that that it really is um, sort of a fossil unto itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, there was this time. Um, not, this, this, so Change actually arrived in 1989, and then. A couple years later, Soul Asylum came out with And the Horse They Rode In On. Yeah. And both of those records, even though were different than anything either band had created before, both recorded live. So this one recorded supposedly live in that big church. You mean change same was. with the change was. Yeah. Same was same with Soul Asylum the horse they wrote, horse they rode in on. Um it was the last chance effort with their with their record company and then it didn't sell enough copies. Both of them have the same unique sound to them. Different, two different records, although there's a part of this record um, that um, sounds a little bit like one of the songs, but that's okay. But at the same time, it was like, it, was this a new thing? Was Because one was Ed Stasium, right? So Soul Sound was Ed Stasium. It, and, could, have been and, a, it could have been a recording and, practice. They were both recorded about the same time. 
about the same time, yeah, yeah. But I do think that Ed Stasium was looking at like a more successful alternative record, which you know, change probably was the biggest seller with the biggest rock hit and trying to replicate a sound. I'm not saying he did, but I'm saying that it's an interesting thought that because it right. came, they came out probably after and the horse they were in on when did it oh, come out? Not after it came out in, in um. What I probably eighty nine, probably right after, probably recorded. Yeah, like, and this is recorded in in eighty nine, and then in and released in eighty nine. And I didn't think did come out. I I understand what you're talking about, Jeff. It there is a sparser sort of more um, earthy the, production recorded live. It, you know, all those producers they 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 travel in similar circles. So well, and Dave Sharp's guitar on the original change is um all the guitar is sparser than you want in certain places yes it is same thing like trying to fill in some of the sound with piano rather than an acoustic guitar filling in the sound i remember mike said that dave did not want to play overdubs so that's where some of the fills come in with piano and some of the acoustic guitars and if dave wanted to just play one track which 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 was i guess good for what he wanted to do the only problem is some of the records before you know I the hurricane they had very layered guitars and and it was it was a rich tapestry. I'll go listen to only the thunder and I still hear guitars and stuff that I've never heard before. And same with right. tell me, I'll hear I'm like oh listen to that part and oh. I I really love that. But on some of the later alarm records that didn't exist. That's like there not wasn't there. Anything right. to discover. So um, anyway, interesting thing about though the thing interesting thing about that though is just one thing on that is Dave live. And Mike can do this now too when you see him playing. But Dave Live, with just him and a guitar, is able to sound like he's playing two guitars at the same time. I know this. So I'm wondering, and so that didn't make it on the change record, you know? So anyway. Um, so Ballad Ran of Turpin, a great, like, wow, that, why didn't that make it on the record? And then you go to I, Irish Sea. So let's listen to the Baptized in a fire, raised with us to see. But I really like this song too. Um, but this points towards a more both of these all these last three songs pointed towards a more folklore. And you remember either yes. either hurricane was gonna be called electric folklore. I believe, it or was. at least that yes, was the was. idea. That was the original intent. These would have made up the folklore side. It would totally made sense, but it didn't. And so these got to edit. Obviously, whatever reason there were, there was infighting in the band, what songs were going to make it and what weren't. And these are Mike's acoustic demos. And actually, I think he said some of these songs he didn't even want to play for the band. Like he was he was very self conscious about what he had written at this point. At this point in time, there was a lot of self-consciousness going on they had just come back after someone said they had broken up to write this record so so i still i love so so ghost rebecca baldoran of turpin iris c like that's a a pretty that's like a triple header of pretty amazing songs that were never recorded before so like on the strength and declaration records there was i think one song in each one that hadn't ever been recorded before you hadn't heard before um, so already on one of these records, you're besting that by one. By one, at least, yeah. Um, but that's not all. 
because next up comes my land, your land, and I'm interested to find out how you feel about this one. Let's listen to a tiny bit. Just a row of flags, my land, your land, all told to rags, wherever you wander, wherever you roam. Nothing tastes sweeter than the grass at home. So that is almost, that's just a brighter production of the exact same, of one part of My Land, Your Land. Yes, it's, it's pretty much, <laughs> there, are, there are tracks on this record where Mike has just brightened up what already exists before. It's, a sh- it's not even the it's whole shortened thing. It. It's and shortened it. It's a shorter it. sort of acoustic version. Um, where he hints at what the song was, but he doesn't redo it. And that's cool. Um, I could, I would think, I would almost say that he didn't have to add it. That he, he could have, this this record would be fine without this. Well, I think that he's trying to show everything that was done in the best way possible, in the best yeah, light. He's telling this the is, story. This is um, a Dave Sharp song, as I, I think this is a Dave Sharp song. Yeah, it is. And I think what Mike is saying is there's nothing I could add to this song that would make it any better or tell the story any better. Sure. This is this is like it's just let's just arrange it and produce it a little bit better than than the original production because it's everything on this record is loud. It sounds well, loud and that's and, cool. And, good. and 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 now let's listen to Hollow Ground and you tell me what that sounds like. Okay. Exactly. Give me give me a few seconds because I have to. Boys have all gone away Trying to find work down south Mr. I walk In the valley of the shadow Won't someone have mercy On my soul This had a crowd Outside is the sound In the valley that once sang out Sandy Pride This song um, is is massively different from but, the original hologram. So the, the beginning is, the it does break into parts that use the exact same. It's got the exact same melody and and harmony in parts, but he's decided that he's gonna make a almost like a punk rock song. Oh my god, the bass in that is like we'll talk about bass. And actually, this one I this one actually sounds to me like a Tom Petty song. I know that sounds weird, but it sounds to me like something. There's there's a few where he says like oh oh and my mind. It's like that sounds like Tom Petty, not in like ripping off Tom Petty, but like 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 truly sounds like something Tom Petty would would my, would have sung do. just because of the way the song is going. So. Why do you I've, think Hollow Ground is so much different? Because the original would have fit really well with the Ballad of Randolph Turpin or Ghost of Rebecca, but and and even My Land, Your Land. But here, it's totally different. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and let you know that I, both Newtown Jericho and Hollowed Ground are songs that I barely ever listened to. In their original on the original form. in the original format. I know I would kind of skip over. I, I really were... wanted to get when I first had Eye of the Hurricane. Really, to be honest, it was 
let's get to the trifecta of One Step Closer Home, Shelter, and Rescue Me. Right, those are the three best songs on the record to me. I tolerated um, Permanence and Change because that had some pretty I, cool I, parts at the I end. I tolerated Permanence and Change because I like the um, um, daylight breaks on the streets of my life. That's I love that part. And so that's what he says, and then actually it's a pretty good tune. So Hallowed Ground, I, I skipped it precisely because it's it sounded kind of Bambi Pamby production. This does not. No, it, 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 here, I, I thought Hallowed Ground was a kind of a cool little acoustic song that added way too many keyboards in the original. Right. Like, kind of like, right. um, are they just, and then I didn't realize they were filling in the sound again. Um, Another fill, sound feel because they could only get yeah they, oh there was a certain lead way that Dave wanted to play and he was not going to fill it back in but this is different now, and so I feel like this is an example of a song where Mike Peters is like you know what this song never got its due back in the day I'm gonna make sure it gets its due this time and that's how I feel about this one um, I'll make sure it gets and its the due good thing it about never how recorded the way I wanted to be recorded in the first place. Right, I don't think it was ever recorded that great in the first place either. So this, to me, it does get the um, it doesn't change the melody later on. It does get to the same melody of the song, but it gets to it in a much cooler way than it ever did before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I think that this one needed a little bit of a rewrite, and it's not necessarily like a a live crowd favorite that's being changed. There's no five five fire that I oh, love. I would, that people I made would fun make of. it a live crowd favorite. Now, to me, this is. Number is, one or two yeah. of a single from this record, from these, this collection. Right, right. This is a great song. If I, a single I mean, this, existed anymore, that even concept. Yeah, if singles mattered, you know. Um, yeah, if singles mattered. Although, although um, they do, it does matter because when you look at iTunes now for um, the songs off the Alarm Records, you do see lots more plays of the songs that the videos are of okay. and lots more purchases of those. Yeah, I guess it's coming back around. It's just the industry is sort of healing itself in a way that no one ever yeah, expected. The okay, well, so the industry killed itself. It so did. It next. shot itself in the head. So let's listen to Eye of the Hurricane a little bit, okay? This is up, okay. up, up next. Into the crucifix night The storm of a cross I live to love So, Eye of the Hurricane. This is, to me, essentially Eye of the Hurricane. It's essentially Eye of the Hurricane it's, produced better. It's a little bit better. Yeah, the, it's not as muddy. Um, there's some better little guitar parts. Um, he kept the melody essentially the same. I think this is Mike didn't doesn't like that people didn't like the song originally. And he's like, right. I'm going to make the best version. It's I'll, a title track. It's a title so, track. Let's move on to Rose Beyond the Wall. Yeah. So, it's fine. And it sounds great. But... Um, but it but it is it is what it is. So Rose Beyond the Wall is here's a little snippet of it here. It actually just sounds like we'll play a little bit of it. The flags and banners again. The memorial band plays while time moves on. This might sound the sound of the wind is blowing, rushing over hill and vale as a new day dawn. Okay. Right. 
so Rose Beyond the Wall here sounds like the version that was on the Strength demos. Yes. It's good. It's a good song. It's just a snippet here. I would have I'd have actually liked to hear a new version of this. I wish he hadn't done just a short acoustic snippet, but I know why he did. He's I, just trying I to know, tell, tell the story. I know why. This is an Eddie song. Is it? Yeah. I, I thought he so, wrote that himself because I thought he wrote that after the, the greeting card that he found that said the Rose Beyond the Wall. Oh, uh, maybe it is. Okay, well, I, my thought is that if, if Mike didn't have a, ha- a hand in writing a song, or maybe, maybe, this is, it was perfect the way it was. Because I think that off that record, that was my favorite song when I heard it. Oh, well, why oh, didn't this make it on the record? You mean you mean when you heard the B-side? Yes. Oh, the B-side's awesome. It's like, yeah, why didn't I, that make it on the record instead of well, some of these other songs? Um, yeah, so I think that uh, there's a couple of these. Like my land, your land, which I thought would have would have been a good replacement for one or one of the songs off Actually, the record. Actually, yeah, that too. And Rose Beyond the Wall would have been a perfect replacement for one of the songs off the record. Well, I think what Mike has done here, if you actually think and hollowed ground withstanding, you know, you take Ghost of Rebecca, Balderman of Turpin, Iris Sea, My Land, Your Land, Hollow Ground, I the Hurricane, Rose Beyond the Wall. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good selection of the. Um, the uh the folklore side the folklore side right folklore Um, side exactly so next up is shelter and this this is interesting let's put some people the wrong way but let's listen to this i've been cast out from this world i'm in exile stranded on the streets ain't got no place Left to run to Left to run to Shelter 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 Hey Jeff So So Shelter Shelter's now a blues song Shelter's now a blues song But the good thing about that is That there's no Aping of that That deep who cut with the lead that was on. So there's a, and they didn't, they aped it. They didn't copy it exactly, but the original guitar lead for shelter is basically um, a really, really close representation of a deep cut who song. This is, that's gone. Now this is basically a song off of change. So yes. Um, it, this is the one of the few songs that, that doesn't have the same melody as the original at all. Yeah. So this is really, to me, Shelter Here, the blues song, is really, and I know this is this is a little bit far-fetched, but I'm going to say this. I think this song is Mike actually singing the blues about the song Shelter. Now, li- hear, hear me out. I'm it listening. should have been a much more success- successful song than it was on the original record. It's a good song on the record, but it's also weirdly muddy and should have... Uh, the, the production didn't come out right or something. Something was off and askew about Shelter, although it sounded great live. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, but um, well, askew, so to me, this is a blues song about what happened to the song when it was on the record. <laughs> okay, I I, agree. I could take that. I could take that. Like Shelter gave him the blues because it was it was another one of those songs that if it was recorded during the 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 sessions for Declaration or or for, even change. Or, no, I was saying if well, I was saying if Shelter is recorded, not this, not the old version. Oh yeah, recorded for the original version, recorded for the Declaration sessions or the Strength sessions, you would have heard much more deep layered guitar and pieces of that song. 
everything on this record is except for where they've added keyboards to layer in, which they didn't on this song. You mean you get, this record? You mean on Eye of the Hurricane? On Eye of the Hurricane, of the original Eye of the Hurricane, when they when they layered, they didn't layer with another acoustic guitar. They layered with keyboards, and so Shelter didn't have that. And so what it's missing in its mix is that second layered guitar yeah, you that you would have heard. And so it sounds really thin. It's thin. That's all. That's but all. I think it's this, is, this is a blues song about a missed opportunity because Shelter should have been a hit. Should have been a hit. It should have okay. been a why. It should have been a hit. Let's listen to Rescue Me now. Rescue okay. me. Rescue me. Rescue me. So, so this, so so I have another theory about this one. Now I love this. This is a power ballad. I love this. Song. I really like this song. It's not "Rescue Me," but I love this song. I have a theory right? about this one, and and there's some great Mike has Mike's vocals on this entire collection are a plus plus, plus. his arrangements in this in the two and the new melodies. Where did yes the new melodies the the the. Where did this voice come I can, from? I can tell you why. I can tell you why. I, I know that his new producer helps a little bit, but whenever Mike... Oh, I think the new producer is amazing, but... Whenever Mike... And this happened through the Bond and other songs, too. Whenever Mike just sits down to write a song, it, throw away or not, and he just writes what he, the types of songs that he likes, he creates different songs than alarm songs that he that we was writing before now off the off the new records he's doing the same thing so what i think is because when i hear psalm i hear this song right when i hear songs off the new oh psalm you're a good point this is a close relationship to psalm so what i hear is off the late last four recordings including these two and 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 the first two blood red and viral black i hear him writing songs that he wants to hear not what he thinks alarm fans want to hear and so with this, he's going, I want to write a great tune. He writes a great tune over what used to be Rescue Me. Yeah. So here's here's my theory, and I like that. <laughs> I'm going to extend that a little bit. I'm going to take it back to what I said about Shelter. Shelter was a blues song about a lost opportunity of the song Shelter. Rescue Me is a power ballad based on the two versions of Rescue Me. The original one on the record, which is good, but has a lot of space in it and is, is a little bit thin. Thin. And the one that showed up in Electric Folklore, which was maybe the best rock song recorded in the 80s. Uh, you know, when, when you would see the video for that. That wasn't was a heavy metal song, Absolutely, right? yes. It was not a heavy metal. Absolutely incredible sounding live version. I don't know if they did overdubs or not on that. And to me, the power ballad part is, it's the first part is about the first one, and the power ballad part is about the second one. Does that make any sense at all? It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I also think that that at this point he may be writing about. Remember, this is a this is the story. This whole thing, rescue me. He may be saying, "Please rescue me from what happened to this record." Well, and what's happened right? to be with the band too? I mean, and to the band too at the time. Even, right? I mean, we're just talking about the songs themselves and not getting to the story. I think the story, and and that's good that you brought that up. Is 
is is like uh, you know the story is people can hear for themselves and interpret but i think you're right i mean shelter and rescue me together i mean they're obviously it's is a guy in despair in total uh, despair happening. right he's got blues and now a bluesy power ballad about the record that they're recording that's coming up next because what comes up next is right the, the rest of the song from the record, including Rain in the Summertime. So let's, let's listen hear to Rain in the Summertime. Our love is the faith that keeps on burning. I, I love to feel rain in the summertime. Well, this is an interesting version of this song. I've been trying it's, to think about about why Mike did it this way because he's actually arranged "Rain in the Summertime" multiple ways live. Um, right. This sounds a little bit like the live version they're playing right now. A little bit. I think that. Uh, Mike didn't try to change it that much. You know, he no. acknowledges, I think, here that, like, the electronics in Rain in the Summertime were a bit too much. Um, right. I know you and I right. did a, a podcast or other podcast about whether, you know, the uh, Atari ST computer ruined our favorite rock rock band. Uh, right. It was, it was about this in particular, which, of course, the answer was no, but 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 it was a, it was a set up for a conversation. About maybe. Um, what, Jeff? About MIDI. About MIDI keyboards and stuff, and yeah. they were used on this song. I think that um, that this is a very difficult song. I think Mike could have just done an acoustic version here. <laughs> but I think what he was trying to do was to show what a, what a single version of the song would have sounded like if they hadn't been stuck in this weird electronic world. That he started railing against. In the live version of Rescue Me, right. the aforementioned live version of Rescue Me that we just covered. So which, is, which is why I think he, his Rescue Me is Please Rescue Me from the rest of this record the way it was recorded. I mean, that's, well, anyway. there's a lot on here. To, I think, I think you, 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 you make a good point. Because if we move on to Only Love Can Set Me Free, which is the next track on here, which I want to listen to. Hold on. There is a silence, a silence in my world I wish that every moment could be peaceful But I guess that's something I can only pray for Only love can give me the answer Only love can set me free Only love can carry the burden Only love can set me free So what do you think of that, Jeff? Only love can set me free. Well, it's basically only love can set me free, but it sounds better. It's a way I better mean, song. It's, it's a better version of that song. It's only now, love can set me free, but like done the way it should have been done. So here is Mike what I, saying this song was better than it was recorded. But what I do, yeah, what I do here on the second half of, uh, of original Eye of the Hurricane, the set, side two, is the... 
um, A&R guys and people from IRS saying, we need songs that we can throw at not just alternative radio, but we want adult alternative radio also. Yes. And this song could have made it if it was recorded better on that record. If it was recorded like this. It was recorded like this. Right, this is exactly. a great version. With, with, yeah, and it sounds amazing. This is one of my favorites a, out of all of these for some reason. I think because it, it saves a song that I always felt should have been more than it was. Right, right. It's, um, let's just say it's much tighter. Like, the song was always tight. Like, there's not a lot of noodling. There's not a lot of going off in other directions. There's no huge um, mid-middle bridge where um but yeah. it was always just like a tight three minutes this is only two minutes by the way but three minutes song that did what was supposed to do it just was not recorded just was, didn't come out mixed well yeah, on that record this one sounds more like a cousin to wind blows away my words than, yes than, yes than the one that that ended up on the record but okay now i want to i want you to listen to permanence and change okay this and i this was one of my four favorite songs off the original right record. i know Right. In the morning light, hope comes on the dawn A turning point after all these years In a strength born a hardship, I knew we'd make it through Throw back your hair, babe, dreams are coming true Oh, you make me feel real Oh, I got you and you got me, and that's all we need. Permanently changed is a permanently changed song. It's permanently changed into a glam song, seventies glam song. Right. Um. It's. I mean, I love this song. It's not permanent and change. It's not daylight breaks on the streets of my life. Da-da. It's not that song. Right. And so this is what I'm saying is this is closer to how he did hollowed ground. Like, (laughs) look, look, well, look at the name of the song. Tell me, tell me, repeat the name of the song. Permanence and change. Right. What, what, what's permanent about this new version? I don't know, Jeff. What do you? It's changed. It's changed. It's permanently changed. (laughs) You're right. It's permanently changed. (laughs) It's been permanently changed to a new tune, to a new song. And I think, I think the other like permanence and change before that was a song that I, Mike has said stuff in the past to me and to us. We've talked about, like, and even maybe on our podcast, too, about how you 2 the way they would record songs is they would go into, they couldn't, they can't go and busk their songs because their songs aren't, record, aren't written in a way that you can just go play it on acoustic guitar. And that was one thing that he saw that was the difference between the way he wrote songs and they did. Permanence and Change is a song in its original form that you can't go busk on acoustic guitar. It, no. it's, 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 it's crafted in the studio as a rock song, but not crafted, not written as a, as a song that you could just play. And, and I think what he's showing here is that the song could have been anything the way it was recorded. Right. This just happens to be a more enjoyable version of the song, I think, than the original. Sure, sure. Some of the same words are in there, right? But not. It's but the tune is completely different. Like it, the, there's a kernel here and there, but this song has been me permanently changed. Yes. So literally, there is permanence and change here. And how do you think going on the track listing, how the songs are listed? What do you think? Like coming right here, is this Mike just going? Wait a minute, like, you know, he's got this only love can set me free. 
world on fire is comes next and then presence of love like does he meet Jules in the middle here is this about Jules or is this is is this another time where these could be about these songs could be about him meeting his wife and then his life turning around or it could be about him remembering his fans or the band I know he he leaves these things sort of up in the air but I think this actually is about well, we know that Jules said that they, she, they met walking, she walked the street in 88, or was it 86? I think it's 86. Okay. Or 87, like 86, and they got married in 87, I think. So. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that would be before this record was recorded. Um, so, yeah, I mean, permanence and change, it, to me, I think is a or lot. Did they I mean, get married original... like six weeks after they got, I can't, it's something. They got married like six, I mean, something the, crazy. The, the story's out there. But it it's, was we can after ask the strength it. record came right. out so it's in between there so obviously this is I mean, this is about that time so it's not like it's the songs are written about that and maybe about the same time but anyway go, go ahead well I, um yeah i think there is like i think the the love part of this is basically songs that were written um about what happened in six weeks before they started recording i mean you know yeah. <laughs> six weeks before they started recording this record so, so let's try time, oh go ahead Try World on Fire. Next up was World on Fire, which is which is really just an acoustic version, but let's listen to a little bit of it. Oh, I could set the world on fire. Then you came with your love, with your hope, your strength and shelter. Put your heart here in mine. And together we can be free for all time Oh, I could set the world on fire So again, Mike is hinting at it. I would have loved to hear a full-on rock version of World on Fire. This is the right. my one disappointment from this oh, I, record. I have, I have one other disappointment too, but it's not a huge disappointment. Um, um, yeah, this is World on... Now, now, I'll tell you another thing, though. I think... Again, World on Fire was written by Eddie for the soundtrack yeah, of that. Fair uh, you and I'd be right about that. So I think what Mike is saying is, look, this wasn't my song. I'm sticking in here because it tells it's a great part of the story, but I'm just gonna make an acoustic version to do justice to Eddie's song. Yeah, I think I think you could be right about that. When it we interview right. him, let's ask him that. Okay? We'll ask him about that. We've okay. Got a lot Presence of love is next. We'll listen to a little bit of it. But I, but I, but I. This is this is it. Really I noticed easy. that that there's no chapter. Um, salt. There's no talking the in between these two. No. no. Hold on. Let's, let's l- listen. You are silver. You shine white light. The second heaven sacred. You are sacred of pure soul The third heaven is of pearl And your name is forever written I'm walking in the presence The presence of love The fourth heaven is white gold so, similar to Only Love Can Set Me Free and similar to Eye of the Hurricane. This it's is a better. re-recording, rewrite, much better Re- recording of 
the original it's a re, song. It's a re, rearranged, but they has not changed the melody. And there's so much more powerful drumming and bass in the song than yeah. Than there so this is, again is like, hey, you know, this was not I, I, it, the song's not changed, but this is this song was good to begin with. Um, he just wanted to show how much better it could have been if it was recorded correctly. Right. And that's cool. And I think it should have been a bigger hit when it came out, even though it wasn't one of my favorites. It, it certainly... I don't think it got any play on K-Rock, but it certainly got play on some of the other stations. other, like, top 40 radio stations. Or yeah, yeah. I, it it did very weird to me. I think the sound scan and the way that... that that yeah. records were reported, play, airplay was reported back then, did not do the alarm any uh, favors any, at no. all. And, and SoundScan wasn't around at the time. No, right, so. right before SoundScan, when, you know, it, you know the IRS was not going to, IRS couldn't get a hit out of REM before they moved over to another record. No, company. they could not. I mean, they, they got a minor hit on, 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 on K-Rock, a pretty basically, good hit. Basically, I don't think IRS was payoling enough to get their, their bands. Uh, well, MCA was going to, and then they didn't with Change, or was it? Um, anyway, um, something there was. Like, oh, there and was then a, they got hit with the payola scam. That's right. Yes, yes, that's right. So okay, let's listen to Time to Believe. But it's just again, it's another just acoustic sketch. Lay your hands upon me. Lay your hands on my soul. It's time to believe. Lord, lay your healing hands upon me. Lay your hands on my soul. It's time to believe. So this is another law. I would have loved to hear a rock version of this without the key keyboards in it. But I think I think what you said holds true. This is an Eddie song that Mike just is not going to redo in this. this yeah, and, and and it just so these so I'm so like World on Fire. Um, oh, I mean, like the other shortened versions of these songs, um, it's just it's it almost is another spoken word chapter. Yes, but it's sung, but it's just sung. Yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, let's let's go to one step closer to home. Because yeah, yeah one step closer to home does does dave sharp's song incredible justice yeah so this is mike saying this is the way the song should we shouldn't have done that live thing we should have played this, it this way on the record. It would have been like a regular song instead of some weird fake livey thing. And this is the way it should have been done. And this is what right. that's what I think he's saying. It's a really good version of the song. And also, it's also makes... getting close to him going home in this story. Yes, because, because what's up? What? Because change is them. This whole thing, even though even though they're not they're not in America when they're writing these these songs. They are at home in a weird, in a weird um br- almost break. So they're on a break, but now one step closer to home is getting closer to going back to Wales and doing the Hariah. Her- yes, uh, right. So. <laughs> and I think the next song kind of sums up this whole record, and it's the way it ends. So 
Let's play. This is Elder and Folklore. Waiting for you. Come away, come away, away with me. I'll show you treasure you've never seen. I wait, I'll come away with me. I will show you elders and folklore. Elders and folklore, come away with me. Into the heart of darkness. Yeah, you're wrong. It's actually at the beginning and at the end. When Mike says, into the heart of darkness, which, right. which I think he didn't mean it when he was saying it, but it certainly makes sense in context. When it, right. That, that line is actually in the original version, and it's in this one. Um, but it ends totally different with him saying something else. Which is? Electric folklore. Yes. Okay. So so this this is not like the most... This this song doesn't blow you away, but it might be my favorite one on this record just for exactly where it lives. At the end, in the end of the downstream, he's like, we have, we have now entered the abyss. And he right. has to find his way out. And it might be the abyss with the band, but not with his life because he's got all these love songs before this. So something is changing and, and, it's, and, it, and it's, it's changing in him as these songs progress there's a change in me that happens when you get to change so yes um well we're gonna have to do the other um, yeah we're gonna do it later but that was so 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 that is downstream and that is downstream and then next up we will do upstream upstream will come later next time we have an hour to talk about well i mean i'm just saying in the podcast the fire. 